Hello and welcome to Classical Guitar Alive. I'm Tony Morris. Classical Guitar Alive is broadcast worldwide thanks to the generous support of the Kadoski Foundation and Charles and Taco Parker, the Link Foundation, and Mike and Patty Morgan. And thanks to a gift in loving memory of Adam Bratcher. Thanks for joining me for this special edition of Classical Guitar Alive featuring a tribute to the one of the greatest guitar composers of all time, Augustine Barrios Mangoré who was born in Paraguay in 1885 on May 5th. We'll hear music composed and performed by Augustine Barrios Mangoré, and also interviews with Grammy-winning guitarist David Russell, Barrios scholar Richard Stover, and historical recordings expert Jack Silver. And later in the program, we'll hear a sneak preview of the film Mangoré. We'll start with David Russell performing the Valse Opus 8 No. 4 by our featured artist, Augustine Barrios Mangoré. Thank you. 
David Russell opened this week's edition of Classical Guitar Alive with the Valse Opus 8 No. 4 by Augustine Barrios Mangore. In just a moment, we'll hear him performing Barrios's Valse Opus 8 No. 3, but first, let's hear this 2000 interview with David Russell in which he spoke about Augustine Barrios's life and music. In El Salvador, where he died, there were, or still are, some old people who studied with him and knew him. And I went there just before I made the record and played some concerts for the kind of Barrio Society. And the British uh, embassy were also helping and things. We had a fantastic time, my wife and I. And uh, they gave me some pieces of music that, that weren't, weren't available. You know, well, what happened was that there was one old man who didn't give out any of the music that he had. Um, but this guy and maybe one or two others didn't want to let out their pieces. So this guy had died. And so some pieces have surfaced, <laughs> kind of unfortunately, you know, the way it goes. Some of his music is only available now because when he died, his, his wife was not particularly interested in the music thing. And it was no longer, they, they weren't living from that anymore. You know, she, she had a kind of hostel and uh, made food for people and things. So they had this big box with his music in it. And after he died, as they were, there he was lying dead and people are crying around his deathbed... Some of the pupils just helped themselves to some music, stuffed really? it under up the shirt, and the rest that they left disappeared. Well, so, how often are grave robbers? A, a yeah, thing, that's right. A, a a, a, yes, well, in, in an odd way, that's that's the way that's the way I heard it. Anyway, yeah. the thing is, I think they got most of the pieces anyway because there only are a few pieces on his programs that we don't have the music for. There's one called Beach of Feo, which means ugly beast, and uh, that hasn't turned up. And a few others maybe, but basically most of the good pieces that he played are there. But it was also interesting to speak with these people and to, to hear them. Each one had their different view on how Barrios was, what he was like as a person. You know, I mean, everyone loved him, all the people that knew him.
David Russell performing the Voss Opus 8 No. 3 by Augustine Barrios Mangore. And before that, we heard an interview with David Russell recorded in 2000. Augustine Barrios was born in Paraguay in 1885 on May 5th. He composed not one but several of the greatest pieces of the entire guitar repertory and was among the very first guitarists of all styles of music to make recordings. He performed throughout South and Central America, the Caribbean, and Europe. In 1935, he ended up in Nazi Germany, traveling as a cultural envoy with a Jewish Paraguayan diplomat. His performance on German national radio caused him to be banned, and the two had to suddenly flee the country. Next, we'll hear one of his greatest compositions. This is the final movement of his larger work, titled La Catedral, or The Cathedral. It's performed by Denis Azabajik. Dennis Azabajik performing the final movement of La Catedral, or The Cathedral, by Augustine Barrios Mangore. You're listening to Classical Guitar Alive. I'm Tony Morris. This week is a tribute to the great Paraguayan guitarist composer Augustine Barrios Mangore, who was born on May 5, 1885. 
Up next is a cello and guitar arrangement by Duo Roldan of a piece titled Julia Florida. But first, a 2010 interview with Richard Stover, author of Six Silver Moonbeams, a biography of Augustine Barrios Mangoré. started investigating Barrios before that trip I took that summer in the summer of 74 to Central America and discovered so much about him by meeting all the Mangorianos. By Mangorianos you're talking about? The guys who studied guitar with him in the 40s who were still alive in uh, 1974. So what kind of things would they tell you about? Oh man they tell me about him uh, how he could uh, improvise. He'd ask him uh, What's a key? Give me a key. G minor, okay, man. And he'd start whipping off complex, interesting phrases. Or they'd tell me about how uh, how he smoked a lot. <laughs> yeah, they'd. Uh, but you know, it was for me the first. For example, now feature this. You know Julio Florida, right? Well, I'd never heard Julio Florida until one afternoon. I got together with all the Mongolianos, and one guy played it. And the hair stood up on the back of, that's when I had hair, the hair stood up on the back of my neck when I heard it. I said, God, that is incredible. And you know, those kind of things are amazing. I actually met Julia Florida. The, I went to person, Costa Rica. Yeah, tell me who is Flo, who well, who, Florida? Well, it was Julia Martinez de Rodriguez, and she was the niece of Francisco Salazar, who was a guitar uh, aficionado, a professional architect, very successful, and a very talented artist. And he uh, was good friends with Mangore, and both of Mangore's periods in Costa Rica, he uh, was uh, with him a lot and studied guitar with him, gave him a house the second time he was there when he was down and out and didn't charge him any rent or anything. So she was the niece, and she studied guitar with Barrios in 1938 and 39 when he was there, kind of recuperating. And so he dedicated the piece to her? Yes, it's to her. They call it Julia Florida, not because... Uh, I mean, the word Florida means uh, flowered or uh, bursting forth, you know what I mean, uh, be flowered. Uh, we don't use it much in English that way. You know, we think uh, Julia Florida, she's from Florida, you know. <laughs> no, what it is is uh, her family called her that because at a certain age she shot up in height and grew real fast in a few years, and so Julia Florida. And that's uh, what they called her in the family, so Barrios used that. And he wrote that, uh, he dedicated it in the manuscript and. Uh, Christmas Eve in 1938 in Costa Rica. Yeah, it's one of his great works, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And meeting her was a kick because... Uh, what was she like? Well, she by that time she was kind of old, you know, and pretty laid back. Uh, we were talking, she told me about her experiences with Barrios and um, she whipped out, a, she under her bed she had a Simplicio guitar that she whipped out. <laughs> yeah, that was her guitar. Yeah, that's that's uh, not not too shabby of a guitar to have. She kind of unfortunately was killed uh, in a traffic accident, being uh, hit by a bus several years later. So I never got to get back to her or anything. Thank you. 
which is cellist Anne Ruth Bermudez and guitarist René Izquierdo in a piece titled Julia Florida by Augustine Barrios Mangoré. And before that, we heard a 2010 interview with Barrios scholar Richard Stover. Up next is a 1928 recording of Augustine Barrios performing his own piece titled Romanza. This recording has been reissued on the Do Re Mi record label in their series called Segovia and His Contemporaries. Jack Silver is a historian and record producer for the project. Although Augustine Barrios Mangoré is now regarded as one of the greatest guitar composers of all time, he wasn't always accepted by the critics. Here's Jack Silver. I just read a, mm-hmm. a scathing negative review of Barrios? Augustine Barrios, yeah, 1924. Yes. He said, uh, Mr. Barrios presents himself as a guitarist, a composer, and a folklorist. He is none of these three things. <laughs> Well, poor Barrios, there's a lot of racism, and he had very Indian features. And Buenos Aires and those, those circles were very Eurocentric, and he was an outsider. Also, he was a folklorist, and he did his own compositions, which were not European. And so they looked down on folkloric guitarists. So there are many reasons, but <clears throat> these recordings of Barrios that I have here, I, I was able, to, I have mint copies of them. And so. For the first time, I'm, you can really hear Barrios as he was. And uh, anyone who's heard them, like my friend Ellie Kastner in Toronto, he was just bowled over. He said, I never knew Barrios could play. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he could play. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Thank 
From a 1928 recording reissued on the Toronto-based Do-Re-Mi record label, we've just heard Augustine Barrios performing his own piece titled Romanza. And before that, we heard an interview with historian and Do-Re-Mi records producer Jack Silver. Coming up next are three pieces performed by then-17-year-old Turkish guitarist Çelil Refik Kaya. Augustine Barrios was born May 5, 1885, but later changed his name and appearance after a series of humiliating failures. He began to spell his first name, Augustine, backwards as Nitsuga, and adopted the last name of Mangore after a legendary Guarani Indian who died for the love of a Spanish woman during the time of the Spanish conquest. As Nitsuga Mangore, he began appearing in concert as a Guarani Indian, bare-chested, barefoot, and wearing a loincloth. He would often walk on stage to disapproving murmurs, only to win over audiences time and time again with his beautifully tender and glorious music. Where Augustine Barrios had failed, suddenly Nitsuga Mangare was a huge hit. Thank you. 
Turkish guitarist Çelil Refik Kaya performing three pieces. We heard Mashishe, Shoro da Sadaj, and Las Abejas, or the Bees. Music by Augustine Barrios Mangore. Up next are two contemporary adaptations of Barrios's music. Berto Rojas and Paquito de Rivera perform the prelude in C minor and Danza Paraguaya.
saxophonist Paquito de Rivera and guitarist Berta Rojas perform their arrangements of Barrios's Prelude in C minor and Danza Paraguaya. You're listening to Classical Guitar Alive. I'm Tony Morris. If you'd like more information about the music heard on this week's program, you can visit our website, classicalguitaralive.org. Earlier in the program, we heard an interview recorded in 2000 with David Russell, who spoke about a long-lost legendary encore piece by Augustine Barrios Mangoré titled Bicho Feo. No manuscript of this piece has yet turned up, but in late 2007, early 2008, two Barrios scholars working independently, Richard Stover and Federico Shepard, each discovered copies of a recording made by Augustine Barrios himself in 1913. Richard Stover spoke about Bicho Feo in this interview recorded in 2010 in Asuncion, Paraguay. Bicho Feo had been uh, notorious for years as a piece that uh, he continued to keep in his repertoire. And there's a humorous story behind it, you know, that uh, Bicho Feo means uh, ugly creature or ugly bug or something on that order, you know. I, this story I heard from a Mongoliano was this, that he had played somewhere and then he was standing and heard some people discussing him and they weren't aware that, that he was listening. And the woman said, I can't be Chofeo. Like he plays really well, but what an ugly dude, you know. Barrios was kind of homely, you know. Wasn't the handsomest guy in the world. But I guess he found that not insulting, but humorous. Because the tango is, was billed as a tango humoristico, humoristic tango. And it's got that onomatopoeia, you know. <laughs> and that in itself is kind of a wistful little uh, thing. And now, at long last, thanks to Richard Stover and Federico Shepard, here is Augustine Barrios Mangore himself performing his piece titled Bicho Feo, subtitled Tango Humoristico. Thank you. 
From a long-lost recording made in 1913, we've just heard Augustine Barrios Mangore performing his piece Bicho Feo, or Ugly Bug, subtitled Tango Humoristico. By the way, that recording has recently been reissued on Chanterelle Records. You're listening to Classical Guitar Alive. I'm Tony Morris. If you'd like more information about this week's program, you can visit our website, classicalguitaralive.org. This is Mazurka Appassionata, performed by Inno Vorhorst. Thank you. 
Mazurka Appassionata, performed by Inno Vorhorst. We'll close this special edition of Classical Guitar Alive devoted to Augustine Barrios Mangore with a sneak preview to his forthcoming biographical film titled Mangore. This is Gloria's Prelude based on his Preludio Saudage. It's performed by the film screenwriter, yours truly, your host Tony Morris. Closing this week's edition of Classical Guitar Alive, devoted to the great guitarist-composer Augustine Barrios Mangore, in honor of the anniversary of his birth on May 5th, we've just heard a sneak preview to his forthcoming biographical film titled Mangore. That was Gloria's Prelude, performed by yours truly. You've been listening to Classical Guitar Alive. Classical Guitar Alive is broadcast worldwide thanks to the generous support of the Kadoski Foundation and Charles and Taco Parker, the Link Foundation and Mike and Patty Morgan, and thanks to a gift in loving memory of Adam Bratcher. Classical Guitar Alive is a nonprofit organization based in Austin, Texas, that reaches the world with its innovative projects, including this radio program, which is broadcast each week on over 200 stations and is heard worldwide on the web. 
Our other projects include our public television program for PBS stations nationwide, American Classic. And our music and medicine program presents classical music performances at no cost to audiences in hospitals and hospices. This project is supported in part by the Cultural Arts Division of the City of Austin Economic Development Department and by a grant from the Texas Commission on the Arts. Classical Guitar Live is produced at the studios of KMFA in Austin, Texas, with additional engineering support by Jeffrey Blair. If you'd like more information about the program, you can visit our website and listen online anytime, classicalguitaralive.org. I'm Tony Morris. Thanks for listening, and please join me again next week for another edition of Classical Guitar Alive. Classical Guitar Alive.